Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Roll on the bench in the biggest way possible, hanging out the bad seat, broken eight, bad elbow with a bad attitude, hanging around a bunch of bad actors, bad taste, bad lot, bad dude, bad breath, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Barilla Palatial, right across the room to the woods from where Granny's upstairs right now. She's got a fire brewing, and outside of the fire, she's chilling the most, snapping hits of chocolate in New York City, the Big Apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, you're ready to drive some kind of fashion show. You got up, you do, but all my friends that come around, flights and flights of party, all brats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess, this town's a tatter. My brains are splattered all over Manhattan. You do be sure I got Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell with Carver High tonight. Toll free the number 844 843 6879 to get on the bench. And the Celtics are blowing out. Uh, are getting blown out by the Nets, 120 to 101 with 249 left. They've left their entire starting five in the whole game. <laughs> I just, they left them in to just rub it in Boston's face. I mean, it was like a, it was a seven point game. And then they just never came out, any of them. Harden, Durant, and Irving have been on the floor the entire game. I mean, they never sat down once, I don't think. Carver, how did you ever see him sitting down? I mean, I saw Durant sit down once. But, I mean, they're no. still in. Uh, now they're out. With two minutes left, they're finally leaving the game. But they left him in. Nash left him in the whole game to rub it in their face. Yeah, they didn't want to go back to Boston. <laughs> well, I guess not. I mean, but I've never seen that before. When you're this, When the series is over, when the game is over, and it's all over, but the shouting, there's nothing left to play for. It's done. And you still have your starters in and there's two minutes left in the game. I just think that's just rubbing it in their face. I mean, name one NBA game that you've ever seen in your life, literally where the starters don't come out when it's a blowout, when there's Never. you know five minutes left. Never happens. Never. They always come out every night. Every game, everywhere, even playoff games that are decided, that are done. Like in the games that Embiid had 36 points, he did it in 28 minutes. Was he playing in the last five minutes of games? When the game was, Uh, when they were up 20? Never. It never happens. So there was no garbage time. There was no backdoor time. There was no... Uh, you know, get lucky on a bet at 12 and a half time because they left them all in. Now there's a minute and a half left and they're all out of the game. Finally, the only one in there that has any talent at all is Harris. He's the only one on the floor right now that matters. But the 
I mean, the Nets are just unbelievable. Uh, the one thing I noticed about them, Carver I, was that, I mean, my God, when when they want to score, like when, you know, when they really want buckets. We welcome in our radio affiliate, SiriusXM, Mightier 1090, Sports Map, Sports Byline, Armed Forces Radio. So uh, Harden had 34, 10, and 10, Irving 25, Durant 24. And it's like every time I turn around in the second half, I don't think I saw one of them miss a shot. Uh, oh, I did. I did. I watched Irving miss a shot, a three ball from the corner. That was it. But listen to the numbers. 10 of 17 for Harden. Four of seven from downtown. Irving, nine of 14. Three of seven from downtown. And Durant, eight of 16. Four of six from downtown. I mean, every single guy that played scored. I mean, you get the gist of it. They do whatever they want. And I mean, late in the game. They're up 20, <laughs> Harden shooting threes. I mean, just rubbing it in their face. And then Durant's like, well, if you're going to do it, then I'm going to do it. And then he pulls up and hits one. I mean, it is unbelievable. And then Irving, uh, cherry-picked layups, just complete fast-break layups transition, like doing whatever he wants. I mean, they do whatever they want. I mean, they humiliate uh, teams. I, you know, you talk about, uh, like tonight I heard Barkley say that the Bucks will beat them in a series because of their size and their rebounding and that uh, they're going to beat the, the Nets. That's probably a great theory for when you play a team that misses shots. You know what I mean? Like, these guys hit so many shots. They are so good <laughs> that they just like, I mean, they rarely miss. So, and Harris rarely misses. Harris did nothing in the game except he hit three threes and had six dimes and three rebounds. So my point is, none of them miss ever. What, what rebounds are you going to get when the ball goes through the hole? You know what I mean? Like, seriously. I want to believe that, too, that uh, the Bucs can beat them or that it's going to be a great series, and I'm sure it will be. But I don't think it's going to be from missing jumpers. They don't miss very many jumpers. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah. 
the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. So Harden just did an interview after the uh, game, right? And they, they won 123-109 or something like that. So he said in not so many words, uh, well, we're very special offensively. Uh, we can score at will. You got that right. I mean, honestly, like, honestly, I have never seen it. I'm like, I'm sitting there watching a the game. I had, you know, obviously the Nets to win. I went for the 12 and a half. Carver High knows that. That's fine. I go for it. I figure uh, it's their, their elimination game. You've got to do anything to win, like to bring it home, right? And you, you got to add in garbage time, right? You got to add it in in these NBA games. Next thing you know, they bring everybody off the floor with five minutes left. They bring in all the hacks, and then all hell breaks loose, and you lose your bet, right? But with this team... They leave them all in till two and a half minutes. Were, there was two minutes left in the game when they pulled them. And so in the last 10 minutes, I don't think they missed a shot. I mean, they were literally Claxton was doing thunder mill two-handed wind jam dunks. Like full, like, you know, those wind things out in the desert where they're trying to make energy. He was doing, he was doing full windmill windmill dunks with both hands i mean they were alley-ooping they were still running fast breaks with two minutes left in the game they were like still like you know what you want to play us we're gonna rub it in your face i mean they have no mercy sweep the leg finish him johnny put him in a body bag i mean i just saw it every shot they took they hit I mean, honestly, like, I, I, I kid you not, I saw him miss a shot. I almost fell over when Irving missed a shot. They shot 51% from downtown and 47% from three. <laughs> I mean, they were 15 of 32 from downtown. I mean, I mean, you're, you're right on the cusp of almost 50% from three. I mean, that's how good they are. And they were 51% in the game shooting. I mean, they, they make more than half their shots. So the other team is at 43 and 27. That's, that's the difference. One team's at 27. The other one's at almost, you know, 47%. 46.9 to me, where I come from, round it up, baby. That's 47%, right? And I am just blown away by... Uh, what they do. I mean, Brown got some garbage buckets. He finished with 10. He does all the dirty work underneath for a, for a small forward, for a guy like 
Brown, what he does for them on the, you know, dirty side of things, getting under the basket, getting second chances, tips, uh, steals, loose balls, diving on the floor. That guy's a maniac. He really does. Bruce Brown is fit on this team like a glove. And then nobody else plays. Uh, they played Tyler Johnson tonight for 11 minutes. Shamit for 22 minutes. He had five months. I think Shamit has been a disaster with the Nets. I, I really do. Uh, like, uh, and I can prove it. He averaged nine on the season. He had five tonight. Um, five tonight. Averaged eight in his last 10 games overall. Ten against Boston. Eight at home. Like, uh, regular season, nine. Postseason, he averages three points because he doesn't play. And in his career, nine points. So, in the postseason, he averages three. Had five tonight. I mean... That's ass to me. You're terrible. I mean, honestly. I had five points on uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday before the ball even went in play. I mean, they didn't even, we didn't even start the game yet, and I already had five points. I had five points just walking in the gym. I scored 1,000 points a day for three days. It was pouring rain here at Carver High. You know the deal. So, look, I was like, I told my son, I said, listen, we live in hell. It's just always miserable here. Always in New York City. It's just always miserable. It, everything you hear about it, Gotham, is true. It's just like a right out of a Batman movie. It's just always raining or snowing, one or the other. And then I'm like, Memorial Weekend's ruined. Let's just play basketball. Let's just go two and a half, three hours a day. And that's what we did. Pouring rain the whole time. I'm looking out the window at the gym. I'm like, I don't even care. Give me the pill. I'm shooting 30 footers. I played, I must've played a thousand games over the last three days. But the moral of the story is I score more points than Shamit when I'm in bed, honestly. And he's like a three point specialist. They got him for his threes. No other reason. He's a shooter. He's a shooter that can't shoot anymore. That's what he is. He reminds me of Danny Green. Those two should be lovers. The way they miss shots. Do you remember the last two years, Carver High, watching Danny Green hack it up? I mean, the last two years. Do you remember how bad he was in the postseason? Yes. Awful. I mean, honestly. Don't even get me started. So, um, the game's underway now. The Lakers come out first with a three ball, three zip in Phoenix. And you know, I want to get your opinion of this, Carver. I, I said today on Coast to Coast that there's no way that I believe LeBron James is having any part of, like, there's no AD in the game. The Lakers have no chance. So, everyone has said, no AD, no chance. Everyone and their brother. You name it, they all bet on the Suns. Like, the whole public's on the Suns, right? And then Barkley's on the Suns. All of them, everyone on TNT, they're all, like, Suns, easy. This is their night to show everybody what they're made of. And then uh, the Lakers have no chance without AD, basically, is what I've heard. And I told you, I said, they got Drummond, a seven-footer, and they got LeBron James. Anything's possible. Give me the five and a half. So it's five-zip already, Lakers. And what do you think LeBron James is going to do in this game? Well, I'll tell you what I think he's going to do because I I bet him to score thirty five plus. I was with you. I was with you a hundred percent this afternoon. I think that this is one of these games. LeBron's been quiet. 
through these first four games. We know that he's nursing the injury and all this stuff. He hasn't had a LeBron game yet. And with this series 2-2 and no AD in the lineup, this is going to be one of those nights where LeBron's going to light it up. And he already's got a he's deuce. Got he, had that, he had that bucket underneath right there for the second basket. He's, he's going to have a night. Your boy, a D-book, just hit a bomb. It's 5-3. Well, it's funny. I, I, put together, I put together one of those crazy, uh, crazy parlays that we show on the show every day. So LeBron, a three ball from 30. Boom. Well, so we've got all we, – our two guys are scoring right now. Let's hope they score all night long. We need LeBron and D-Book to both score 35-plus and the Lakers to win. And then what is your ticket worth? I, they, FanDuel was giving you like a $10 – uh, free ten dollar SGP this week for the playoffs. Oh. So that ten is for like four ninety or something like that. If all three your of those boy, your, your boy LeBron just missed a forty footer. He pulled up from forty. He's like my son. Oh, he's just so my he's son chucking today. He's he, my son's sixteen, right? And he plays with grown men, and uh, they don't like um, kids playing unless they're uh, kids that can uh, fill it up. And you're supposed to be eighteen and play at this place. But if you're good, they'll let you play. And Gunner's good. And so they definitely don't like kids pulling up from 35 feet and shooting. The only problem is he pulls up from 35 and he, and he makes eight of every 10. I mean, my son can Drano from downtown. And he's playing against grown men and just humiliating them. I mean, humiliating them to the point where, like, one of them's going to, like, punch him. But he's just coming down to court. No one can guard him. He's too quick. And then he pulls up. He'll do a drop step and then a step back. And he'll have eight feet of space. And he'll stick a 30-footer in your face. Sleep with your wife. It's pretty fun for me watching him play when I'm, you know, playing with him. Or even playing against him. He torches me. I can't guard him. I always tell people, though, before the game starts, I evaluate everyone. I'm like, I can't guard him. I can't guard him. I can't guard him. Anyone that's fast, I don't guard. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I'm what you might call... Very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. 
New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. All right, Pharrell on the bench with Carver High. Uh, Rick Carl's our sports business and legal insider and hot dog insider as well on Sports Grid and on Coast to Coast and Pharrell on the bench. He went to, I believe, a Olympic qualifier baseball game or something like that tonight with all these old guys from Major League Baseball like the Todd Father and Matt Kemp, et cetera. Uh, that are on the USA baseball roster. Did you uh, enjoy that experience, that game? Yeah, I had a long conversation with Johnny Bench, who was sitting up there in the in the suite with me. He's turned out he's living in Palm Beach Gardens, and I was telling some stories, and he heard, he could overhear me, and they were political stories. And he said, "Politics is for another day. Why don't you just listen to the watch the baseball game?" And I was going to say, why don't you just you know, shut up and watch? But this is a Hall of Famer, right? So I can't do that. What I did say is, I didn't know your ears were as good as your bat speed. And he liked that. So that was Johnny Bench today. That's all I did today. And, and, and then, by the way, um, I still don't even know who won. Do we know who won? I haven't the foggiest idea of <laughs> the game. I don't, who did they play? Dominican Republic. Uh, the Big Poppy was there. I talked to him for a, for a while. He, he was around. It was kind of it was uh, it was old 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 home week. No, he did not. Uh, he he did not play. There were some 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 guys, uh, some old uh, major leaguers who I, I did not did not know. But uh, the Todd Father did play, um, and Matt Kemp, and uh, and I was uh, I was busy eating hot dogs, which by the way they, were not as good as they should be. No, I believe that. So were they? Yeah. Were they like uh, like soggy hot dogs on the roll? Soggy, soggy, soggy. Yeah, ballpark hot dogs need to be really good, right? Like like Dodger dogs, but minor league ballpark dog, dogs, even spring training dogs. Spring training dogs after spring training is over in Florida State League parks. I guess the same way in Arizona, they're not as good because people don't prepare them with the appropriate modicum of care that you do during spring training. You have a different clientele and a different audience, and that's the way it is. I think that minor league, uh, or I believe the minor league parks where they play the spring training, and when they go from spring training to Florida A-ball, they actually just leave the hot dogs in the water from the end of training camp <laughs> to the start of A-ball, and then the first night they have A-ball, they're like, the water's a little yellow, but once they boil it up and then uh, start serving them up, nobody knows the difference until they get home and spend the night on the toilet. <laughs> well, these, these hot dogs, I think these hot dogs were left pre-COVID. I believe that. So, uh, yeah. Th- let me ask you this question: Did they look good for like the old geezer team that we have going? Well, it's a combination of old geezer and young geezer. Um, they were excited, but they've got to go through a really weird qualifying. There's an eight-team group, including Cuba. So this is a serious group, and if you don't win this group, then you get to qualify in some small Mexican city that nobody knows about for the final spot in June. So there's a little pressure. You know, it's home field advantage. But if you don't come in number one, then there's no guarantee of the team making it. And remember, there's been no 
Olympic baseball, I think it's since 08, and it still hasn't been officially approved as a comeback sport, but the host country gets to approve and request a couple of sports as a courtesy, and Japan, being a very significant baseball you know, interested country, requested baseball to come back, I think maybe for one time only. So all of these Olympic programs are in the middle of kind of uh, uh, frenetic, are we starting, are we doing it, are we not? And you could tell this is not Mike Sosha uh, was manager, so that that's that's kind of that's interesting. But th- there is a whole group of uh, journeymen, uh, young kids, and the old guys. So the uh, what happens is if you don't win your group, they make you play in a um, in Sinaloa in Mexico, and if you lose there, they make you smuggle. Uh, cocaine into the United States through San Diego uh, on your person, and if you yeah, I don't know about that, the I don't know about the last part. Yeah, yeah, but the Sinaloa part, I think, is probably right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He's never to be seen again. That's why there's a lot of pressure on the team to win this week. That's all I got to say. Then they play Puerto Rico tomorrow night, and you know the Puerto Rican team, I think, is probably pretty good. Didn't isn't Puerto Rico one of our Protectorates? Don't we own Puerto yeah, Rico, well, or at least we're? Well, yeah. Well, Puerto Rico, as you know, is a state, so you don't need uh, a passport in in Puerto Rico, and you also uh, apparently, uh, I don't even think you need to be vaccinated to go to Puerto Rico. I believe it or not, like my buddy lives down in Puerto Rico, right in the winter, and he's there for six months. Like you know, how people live in Florida, the snowbirds. He yeah. lives in Puerto Rico in the. Um, in the winter. He loves it. He loves it. And then, like I told my wife once, 34C, who you know, I said, listen, let's go to Puerto Rico. And she won't even go to Puerto Rico. She won't even, she well, won't there's, even go to there's some nice she won't places. Even go to the place. She, yeah, well, she thinks but after the power, her. after the hurricane knocked out all the infrastructure, I guess I can understand what she's saying. But why is it fair that if, uh, if we uh, have Puerto Rico as a, they're not the 51st state, but they're a protectorate tech, Technically, why do we have a team that that uh, that plays against us tomorrow night? I mean, that that's not fair. I don't know. She Is actually, it? I think, I think she actually believes that it's like Haiti. <laughs> I think she. Well, you got to tell her that Dominican Republic and Haiti are the same island, but Puerto Rico is an entirely different island. So she shouldn't get all fretted out about it. It's true. Now, let me ask you this question. We talked about it today on the TV, but not on the radio. So, explain to me how it is that. Uh, they're still going to have the Olympics with all the chaos that's going on over there right now with uh, COVID. It is still a massive problem there, uh, from what I've gathered. I, you know, I don't know about you, but I've heard it's like still out of control. They have variants going crazy, and it's just no one wants to have the Olympics that lives there. No one, none of the people, the government wants it because they're trying to pretend like it's not happening. But the reality is, is the people that live there, they say it is. And the hospitals and doctors and everyone, the media, everyone knows it's happening. But then what they do is uh, the people that talk about it being, uh, you know, uh, a problem still, they just kill them. They killed them. Oh, well, uh, I was I was ready for a serious answer until the last 20 seconds there. But but in all seriousness, 5,200 new cases per day. And uh, SoftBank CEO, Rakuten CEO, uh, all of those guys, and that's when you really start talking, when the corporations are saying it, quote, unquote, 
the holding the games is not worth the loss of life and economic stagnation that could have come from a COVID nineteen uptake. That's pretty you know pretty significant. Canada and Australia not sending athletes to the Olympics due to the pandemic. On the other hand, if you postpone the games or, or excuse me, if you cancel. It could be $25 billion, billion you're not going to recoup. Postponed them has already cost $800 million. So there's NBC and the pressure to play and the IOC on the one hand. They're the health officials and the corporations on the other. That's why I said it's going to be a very interesting three or four weeks. So, Rick Harrell with us, uh, you talk about losing $25 billion. That's a problem. Now, losing a billion in, uh, already is a problem. $25 billion is a real problem. Uh, now, let me ask you, when you're talking about uh, no crowds, like that's what they want now, no crowds at all, and all the, all the athletes, like big-name athletes, um, let's say o- Osaka, she's not going. And she's already got her own issues going here in Paris. And then she's already said, I'm not going anywhere near that. And the doll's like, yeah, I'm not interested in any of that. But that's just tennis players. There are other athletes, right, I'm assuming, Rick, that are not interested in going there with all these uh, problems going on. What are they going to do when none of the big names show up? Well, you remember there was this whole conversation, we forgot about it, uh, uh, 2016 with the dreaded Zika virus in Brazil that was isolated. It was impacting certain, you know, women affecting pregnancy. Most people sucked it up and went, and it wasn't a big issue. That doesn't mean this is not a big issue. And when you looked at the studies that you said, a recent poll, 83% want it uh, affected, 43% canceled, 40% postponed. Those are huge numbers. And I know that there's a lot of people always in any city that talks about how the Olympics are a waste of money. It usually is not the case, and they usually do okay, especially recently. Australia, great. London, great. L.A. will be great. But 83%, that's a lot. And, again, when the big athletes say it's not worth it, that's another matter. Uh, We won't know that for another three or four weeks, I think, but that's why I'm saying it's an interesting month. It's a very interesting month. Okay, so respectfully, i got 45 seconds here, then we'll break. Uh, How much longer does NBC have those Olympic rights? Do you know? Yeah, 2028, as I remember it, and I think it's even longer with an option. And they pay dearly. I mean, this is their brand. You know, the NBC Olympic brand, as you know, summer, winter is big. And the Winter Olympics next year, don't look now, but they're coming up quick. They're next winter in China. So NBC has a lot at stake. Yeah, here, uh, let me spend more time in Asia in general to see if I can, <laughs> like, uh, let's see how many ways. If I can't get it in the summer, I'm sure I'll get it in the winter. Can we get to the summer? I heard they have good hot dogs there. They got good hot dogs there, though. All right, uh, we'll come back with Rick Harrell. I want to talk to him about NASCAR, who they're letting into their events, uh, aliens only, <laughs> allowed into the NASCAR races. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I'm what you might call very good at hide and seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi Fi all over the house, even in my super secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite. Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall to wall Wi Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. All right, so for uh, all events with Carver High, we're talking to Rick Harrow. So you're... Uh, the, these are the 20 games in Tokyo, right? That, that they were supposed to have. And then where? Paris and 24. Paris, 24, Paris. 28, LA. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, uh, so let me ask it, you. So let me ask you. The, the games, they obviously, um, it would appear to me that NBC, they would rather have Paris and Los Angeles than the NHL. And that was their thinking, like, where are we going to spend our money in sports? And they decided that they wanted Paris and L.A. over the NHL. Like, they had the Indy 500, which I love the Indy 500. You know I do, but I don't think anybody else cares about it. I really don't. Like, do you know one person besides me that watched the last 10 laps of the Indianapolis 500? Seriously. Yeah, me. And me. And I also watched the Castroneves Spider-Man thing. That was kind of fun. Because nobody else would do that. So, you know, you got a 46-year-old guy doing it. The answer is, though, that the ratings, I'm sure, were, were abysmal. And they are reflective of the fact that the Indy 500 doesn't foster the superstars like it used to. Plus, there's no, you know, I know there's a, the, the, NT, the, the, the series, the IndyCar series, but it's, it's, it's people who are not American superstars. Let's put it that way. And it's not like the old days when we could talk about A.J. Foyt and Unser and Mears and those kind of guys. That mattered on Memorial Day. That was a Memorial Day staple for me. I would never know what it meant, but I would listen to it on radio when I was growing up. We did have radios when I was growing up. It was just beginning to come into a fashion, radios, and, and it was a big deal. Well, I know, you know, and and Andretti and Danny Sullivan, and it went on and on. Oh yeah, um, and, right. And, and Penske, they, it went on and on, and and there was it was great. But now you know as well as I do. I mean, there. I don't think there's a soul on the face of the earth that actually likes IndyCar racing. Like I like it. So I hope people aren't misinterpreting what I'm saying right now. Like I've always I've gone to the Indy 500. I think it's cool. I like watching Grand Prix. I like watching IndyCar. I like watching cars go 230 miles an hour. Believe me, I got no problem with NASCAR either. You and I have been to a ton of races. But I don't think the general public gives a rat's ass about it. And um, I'll be honest with you. In, in all honesty, like I love hockey even more than that. But I don't think people care about that either. 
Well, but it's certainly not because of the lack of excitement. I I know we're switching subjects a little bit, but I just you know I got home from that Olympic qualifier. Then I watched the end of the Carolina Tampa Bay. Another two one. Is there anything better than the last two minutes of those two games? I mean, it's just it's it's unbelievable. Then you compare it to NBA early round playoffs, especially the blowouts, the snoozers, which there are a lot of these days, and it's no comparison to me. I mean, as far as excitement is concerned. Listen, I, I don't disagree with you. Uh, I admire it as much as anybody. Like, Carver High and I don't miss any hockey games. I'm just talking about, like, the general public, the average layman, the, you know, the guy with a family, whatever, and it's Memorial Weekend, and he's like, what am I going to do? Here in New York, it was pouring rain. I played basketball. Everybody else, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they are. You're stuck inside. Maybe they are watching hockey. Maybe they are watching IndyCar. I just don't believe it. Now I know that uh, NB or you know NBC is out of the hockey business, but they the NHL is always bragging about their ratings. I mean, they are every single time there's a story about ratings with the NHL. You would have thought they took over the world. I mean, they they sixty five times higher than last year. They're always bragging about their number. I mean, they are the the spin club they got going over there. Whoever spins those ratings into PR press releases is a genius because the way they describe it, that they've got every living soul on the planet watching their games for the entire three hours. But you and I both know that those are they're lies. It's just not true. It is not true. Well, let's see what happens. Children are yeah, not yeah. watching hockey. Don't tell me they are because they're not. No. Well, avid avid fans. But then the question is, what you know? What is what does avid mean? How many are there? Uh, like we know here in South Florida, uh, you remember I, I did a kind of a study early about bringing the NHL to, to Miami, and uh, we put a, a study together saying that Cubans got to like it because they like fighting. Well, <laughs> they don't understand hockey. There's what right. maybe a core twenty. 20,000 people here in South Florida that are avid hockey fans. They'll watch anything, anywhere. But beyond that, you, you may be right. And we're not going to know because once ESPN and ESPN Plus pick up along with Turner, a lot of the value is going to be in streaming. And we're not going to really figure out how to quantify streaming for a while. Streaming sounds good. Everybody loves it. Uh, it means you can get every game everywhere. But I'm not sure we know how to make money off it yet. Well, here's the truth of it. Like, so when I watch on, um, I, I have uh, ESPN Plus, right, on my phone. And so when right. I watch the UFC or the NHL, because they already have it, they have games on there. Uh, right. Th they're already airing games on it. So when I, I literally cannot watch, and this is just me, I have, a, I have an iPhone 11, here it is. And I cannot watch a hockey game on it without losing interest. Like I cannot watch T. I cannot watch hockey, even sideways like this, sideways, uh, holding it sideways right. or up and down. Up and down is even worse. Sideways, uh, up and down. I feel like I'm on a FaceTime call, like watching a hockey game sideways. Even it's it's I guess better. It's bigger. It's the whole width of your hand. You can't. But I just cannot. You comprehend. can't follow the puck. I I just can't enjoy the game. 
any game of anything that small to me. Like, like I'm sitting there looking at it on my phone. I'm trying to listen to it on my phone or I'm watching it on my phone. Like, I watch these UFC fights all the time. I'll have it on, like, a charging pad, and I'm watching a movie with my wife, and she's like, what are you watching? I'm like, I got the fight on over here because, you know, our boxing. I'm, I'm watching it on ESPN+. Plus, and I find it painful. I find it it just doesn't fulfill me i don't know about you carver hi do you have you ever tried to watch these games on your phone do you find any enjoyment out of that at all well no i mean i don't really do it i have the espn plus on the phone but the mostly i use the espn plus on my television whether it's a fire stick etc that's where i get the most use out of it oh so you just transfer oh, so, to your tv correct yeah I watch the espn well, plus on the tv and I, you know what, I, I agree that I, I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to watch on a, uh, on on a phone unless I want to kind of sit out on the dock and reminisce about stuff and see the weather and all that kind of stuff and just I'll watch it there because I don't have any other place to watch it. But right. I've decided today because I'm an old guy, I get to do whatever I want to. So I sat down, fed the dog, put my face right in front of the 70-inch TV and watched the end of the uh, Tampa Carolina game. I'm probably going to get a big headache, but boy, it looks great when you're like seven inches away from a 70-inch TV. You know, you probably get radioactive stuff. My brain's going to freeze. Obviously, I have an 80-inch TV uh, that I watch sports on. I have three of them, and I know that there's nothing like it, and it's it's awesome. Like the experience of going to—I'll be honest—the experience of going to an NFL game and sitting there. I have season tickets to the Steelers. And it's fun to, you know, go road trip on the plane, fly in, go to the game, fly out with your son or whatever, a friend, go in, go out and, you know, rent a car, go to the stadium, go to the game, have a good time. It's cool. But there, it doesn't compare to watching every single game all day long on like the Red Zone channel on an 80 inch TV in the comfort of your own home. I don't care what anybody says. There, It's night and day. It, you can't even compare, in my opinion, going to watching all the games at once on a giant TV or in a theater setting. Like, I have friends with, like, movie theaters in their house, and you watch a game in there and red zone all day long. You'll never go to a game again as long as you live. Right, and you and me both, pal, we're in the same situation. What that really means, too, is, and I don't really care what the NFL says about providing a great in-stadium content experience and making sure it's different than at home. Yeah, it's different than at home. You don't get to watch all the games at the same time. And you have, you know, sweaty neighbors that, uh, you know, uh, uh, spill stuff on you. So I I, I get it. I I think the, for me, it's... uh, and then there's the you know the politics. You go, you got to talk. And when I go to a game, I want to go to a game. I want to watch it. You know, you and I will be texting each other from our respective 80 inch televisions, watching seven games at once, and looking at Marty, looking like Marty Feldman at the end of Blazing Saddles. Remember where he had the two eyes eyes pointed in two different directions. So uh, NASCAR extended its uh, at track access program for VIP uh, guests. Uh, and what is that? Uh, no, nobody has to wear uh, if they're. Uh, if they're vaccinated, you're good to go. What is that about? Yeah, you can roam the garages, the pit road. They're satisfied that bringing uh, guests back to the infield has not compromised the ability to pull off events during the pandemic. So the Coca-Cola 600 in Charlotte this past weekend and the following week's transactions at Sonoma, you're allowing the uh, uh, program had been extended where you can basically go where you want and for NASCAR, it's a little bit different because it is wide open spaces, but uh, there's nothing more um, Petri dish-like as far as 
uh, uh, spreading stuff potentially than a crowded infield. Now, crowded infield with vaccinated people, that's a different story. So um, there you go. Like, I, I got to tell you, uh, I haven't, I, I'm just being honest. I haven't watched a NASCAR race. I don't know. When is the last time, Carver, how you watched a NASCAR race of any kind, of any significance? Um, maybe a Daytona 500 um, years With ago. The last lap? Years ago. I'll, oh, I'll only turn on a NASCAR if there's 10 laps or less left. That's it. There's no <laughs> chance I'm sitting through the rest of that race. There you go. Uh, so uh, here we go. Amazon is buying MGM in eight, like $9 billion deal. That's huge, Rick. Well, and the reason they're doing it is like every other deal. They want content. They want a movie studio. They want to be able to stream everything. And one of the things that they're talking about is making sure that they're out ahead of the other streamers, uh, streamers, uh, you know, ESPN and and uh, and Disney and Peacock and and NBC and and uh, uh, Paramount and CBS. It is ironic because years ago you would have four networks, then you had five thousand TV stations. Now we may be back to four or five networks, and they're all under the same umbrella. You know, that's that's the that's the process. So it'll be really interesting to see how this all shakes out. Viacom uh, expects to make seven billion in in streaming revenue uh, globally by 2024, and then others. Disney's already uh, they brought in 7.5 billion in the six months ending April 3rd. Like, I mean, that's they've already if they if the rest of the year they they'd be at 14, 15 billion dollars in revenue. Uh, respectfully, I got under a minute. Yeah. So. The driven advertising TV revenue from Viacom uh, has jumped to $1.8 billion for the first quarter, up 40% year over year. So the point is, it's streaming, which is prolific, but it's also not just streaming because the traditional advertising is coming back because of the pandemic. I, I will tell you that Kimbrell's action is moving better than I've seen it in a long time. He's about to rack up another save, and the Cubs are about to win, in case you care. I have no idea what you're talking about. So the Leafs registered the highest average of <laughs> yes, cross-platform engagement of any team in the <laughs> NHL during the season. Glad that engagement ended last night. There'll be no more Leaf engagement of any kind whatsoever. Rick, thank you. Great stuff. Uh, we'll see you next no week. No more Leaf Coast engagement. Coast Canadian, en- Canadian yeah. engagement. Bye. The Canadian people don't even like the Leafs anymore. It's Pharrell on a bench. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? 
You'll have to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. So Carver High and I are watching the Lakers get their ass pummeled by the Suns tonight. It's 42-27, 8-39 left in the second. The Suns are at the line, eight and missed the first. Series tied 2-2. They're in the Valley. They're in Phoenix. They're trying to go up 3-2 on the Lakers. Uh, the one thing that we noticed was uh, you and I both at the same time are like, I mean, Marcus Gasol is such a fat ass, and he's so he looks so old. And so washed and so finished. And like, he looks like your uncle that let you drink beer when you were 17. I mean, this guy is literally, he looks like he's right. I mean, uh, does he not, you can't even describe how out of shape and fat and slow he looks. I mean, honestly, Carver, I just say it. Like, I'm not, I can't. I honestly can't believe like he he's playing. Like they just took him out. They just, they just got him off the floor finally. But like, he is just miserable. Like, he just looks so out of place out there. That's how bad he looks. He looks like, I mean, he, and then, and then he'll hit a three once every 25 minutes. But the bottom line is, these are the hacks. I've been telling you for an entire season, you've heard me say a million times that it's a two, two-man two team. That's it. It's LeBron and Davis, and the rest of them are all hacks. All of them. And I know nobody wants to hear that in L.A. They all can't bear to hear it. But, I, you know, what is honestly like what has any of them ever done? Now, I know they got a title last year because of LeBron and Davis. But like these guys, Caruso, Schroeder, like I still I'll take Rondo over Schroeder every six ways till Sunday, every time. And then uh these guys like Pope and everything, they they all, and Kuzma, they act like they're this badass bunch. But here's the deal, I told you, when Davis and LeBron aren't playing, you see how bad they really are. You All you have to do is tune in right now to watch LeBron with this hack-ass team on the floor getting pelted. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 